0: It's Fangraphs Audio. I'm Carson Sestouli. Readers of Fangraphs are uh, definitely aware of David Lorla's excellent contributions in the form of his Q&A series uh, in which he uh, asks baseball players probably some of the questions they'd rather answer uh, as opposed to the ones they are frequently asked. Um, And by virtue of that, he he typically uh, elicits maybe more interesting uh, answers than we're used to. I'm, I don't necessarily have that particular skill, but I am joined by David Lorla, and I plan to ask you, David, some questions that uh, I don't know if you want to answer them or not. But you're there, at least. Does that affect?
1: Um, I am definitely where I am, Carson, and um, I'm not very good at answering questions. I'm better at asking them, but uh, but go for it.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll do it. Um, now, uh, l- last week uh, we had a brief discussion because we had uh, Brian Anderson on. Uh, you had interviewed him at Fenway uh, regarding... Um, his experience as a Cleveland native in the 1997 World Series. Uh, a bit of a different interview this week, but um, with, a, I think, a, a guy in his own right who's uh, personable and has a story to tell, and that's Jack Cust.
1: Oh, Jack Cust is always a great great guy to talk to. Um, I saw Jack yesterday. I went down to Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Um, Jack is playing for the scranton wilkes Yankees now. Um, I didn't go there to talk to Jack. I went there to talk to a few... Red Sox AAA players for uh, one of the print publications that I write for. I'm guessing that most of the listeners are familiar with print publications. <laughs>
0: they I they still exist?
1: <laughs> I, I think they still exist. I write for uh, a small handful of them. This one uh, specifically is New England Baseball Journal. But anyway, while I was there, I of course thought, well, you know, fan graphs, I should do something, print or maybe audio. And I thought, well, geez, Jack is here. And I've interviewed Jack before, actually, about being a three-true outcome guy, which is something he's very much aware of. I don't know that he prides himself in it, but he's aware of his, his skill set. So uh, despite the fact that it was a noon game, which meant that I talked to Jack in the morning, and
0: rest assured, very few baseball players
1: like to do interviews in the morning.
0: Yeah, I, I, I mean, one thing you certainly notice about him is thats that is – that, um... He seems uh, ready to converse, which is which is great. Um, another thing that's sort of interesting about about this audio clip from from Cust is that it's sort of a portrait of of a baseball player who, if if you only follow the major league game, you might think, um, oh, he's uh, down on his luck. But in some ways, I think the fact that you know he's had success in the majors, there have been other times when he's been less successful. Uh, he you know he was sort of a 4A guy for a while. That might actually be uh, a more accurate portrait of a larger population of baseball players um, than just you know talking to Jose Batista or Miguel Cabrera or something like that.
1: Well, sure, but of course Jose Batista was really a foray player himself for quite a while. Well,
0: I misspoke, David Laorilla. Miguel Cabrera, <laughs> J- Justin Upton.
1: Well, yeah, neither one of those has ever been foray players. Maybe they've had other issues, that... but anyway, Carson. Um, what, what am I inarticulately trying to tell you uh, I'm trying to tell you that yes there are a lot of those guys in baseball uh, Jack, when I heard that Jack got released by Houston in spring training I think he was he might have been hitless in spring training games I thought well there goes that career when you get released by the Houston Astros and no offense meant to, to Astros fans or a young building organization you know that that's not a good thing they're not laden with uh, with star power. And um, lo and behold, Jack got an opportunity, and it's with a team that I think can afford whomever they want. And uh, it's also, by chance, the team he grew up rooting for. So Jack seems uh, seems pretty happy.
0: It's actually a, a sort of strange, uh, maybe reversal of fortune to, on the one hand, get cut by the Houston Astros, who, again, as you mentioned, uh, they don't necessarily have a ton of talent on their roster at the moment. Uh, but do have a new front office. Um, but then to be cut by the Astros and then picked up by the New York Yankees, who are you know uh, very clear and perennial contenders for the for the World Series. I, I wonder um, that must be sort of a strange a strange series of events for Cust himself.
1: Well, it sounds like it, w- it wouldn't happen the other way around. And one other quick thing, Carson, on the Astros. Astros fans should be cheered by the fact that they did take a chance by signing Cust in the first place because I wonder in the old regime if they'd have taken a chance on a three-true outcome guy. Jeff Luno moving in, In a general manager, looks at a guy like that and he sees the value. He looks beyond the limitations. So Astros fans, that's, that is a good thing.
0: Right, yeah, that, that's definitely a good sign. And uh, uh, one last thing I want to ask you about before we, we actually get to this clip with Cust um you spend uh, at least a couple minutes um of the audio clip you're talking about the the New York football giants I'm curious you know because you spend quite a bit of time in the in the clubhouses um to what degree do you do you find that uh that, you know actual players will be fans of of a sport or or'll we'll talk about other other sports in the clubhouse
1: oh they're fans uh just like the rest of us are, maybe even more so. Um, I have to believe, you know, as we speak today, the, the NFL draft begins tonight, which is one reason I decided to go into football with Cust. I have to believe that if I was in a clubhouse today, which I'm not, anywhere in the country, I'm sure guys are talking about the NFL draft because it's sport. And for them, it's not the game that they're right in the middle of that's the job. It's, you know, it's what we look at. They're just simply fans, so. There, there are plenty of football fans out there.
0: All right. Well, uh, well, Lorela, thank you uh, very much for providing this audio and um, for continuing uh, to provide uh, your um, excellent Q&A series.
1: <clears throat> I do my best, Carson.
0: I know you do, David Lorela. Uh, that is David Lorela. And what is to follow is his interview with Three True outcome Wonderkind. <laughs> Wonderkind,
1: Three True Outcomes, Scranton-Wilkes-Barre, Journeyman-Slugger, Jack Cuss.
0: Jack Cuss. Uh, thank you very much.
2: My guest is Jack Cuss, who is best known, at least in sabermetric circles, as a three-true outcome come guy. Uh, Jack is also known as a journeyman outfielder. Right now, he's a Scranton-Wilkesboro Yankee. Are those pretty good descriptions, Jack?
3: Uh, Do you yeah. like those? Uh, <laughs> it's, I guess it's nice to be known as anything, but... Uh... You know, as a baseball player, you don't ever want to really get labeled, but unfortunately, you get labeled, you know, from a young age and it, and it, and it sticks with you for a long time. So, even when I'm not even when I got one home run in a month in uh in uh Triple A, I guess I'm still a three true outcome guy. So, I mean, it sounds good. It's fine.
2: One thing that interests me, Jack, is the fact that you are with the Yankees because I know you grew up in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the Yankees were your team or not. Yeah, they
3: were, they were, uh, you know, that was a, the Yankees were always, a, um, you know, I grew up uh, loving Don Mattingly, it was my favorite player, and, um, you know, my dad brought me to the Yankee game when I was five years old and just fell in love with the game, so that was the first stadium I went to, and, you know, we went early to batting practice, watched the guys work, I saw the way Don Mattingly worked, and just, uh, you know, I told my dad that day I want to be a Major League Baseball player. And how did you end up with the Yankees? Um, well, it was at the end of uh, at the end of this past year, just um, or I'm sorry, the beginning of the year. At the end of spring training, uh, I got released by Houston. I had uh, um, uh, tendonitis, some swelling in my elbow. I couldn't throw all spring, so wasn't a good chance of me making a National League team. And I also didn't hit the ball very well, so I kind of made the decision for them easy. Uh, you know, at that point I was uh you know, didn't know what I wanted to do really. Um, it was a young team. I thought I had a good chance of making that team. I was excited to reestablish myself as a as an outfielder, um, you know, to try and extend my career a little bit. And uh, you know, all that went away, you know, they released me. The Yankees called that day and, you know, I figured, hey, you know, I got a chance to play for team I grew up watching and um always loved loved, um, loved the Yankees as a kid and you know it's pretty cool to be able to put the pinstripes on so I figured go out and uh you know give it a try here with them
2: Once again we're here with Jack Cost. Jack, you also grew up rooting for the New York Giants. <laughs> so I think you had a pretty good uh January.
3: Yeah, it was uh you know, they make things interesting, that's for sure. Um, but when, you know, they get into that playoff, uh, atmosphere, they really, uh, think Eli Manning has really proven himself to be a winner, and, um, you know, I've been a big fan of his since we signed him, uh, we, (laughs) like I signed him, but, uh, I've been a big fan of his, um, you know, just being Peyton's younger brother, big fan of Peyton, and, uh. You know, a lot of people in New York didn't like Eli because you know they thought he demanded to go there and all this other stuff. Like he um, and you know he wasn't Peyton and all this stuff. But I, I always liked him, enjoyed him. I was, uh, he's a funny guy, and uh, you know that team—they're gonna be—they're gonna be something this year. I think they're gonna be tough. Those receivers are tough, and I'm um, looking forward to Eli keep the winning.
2: We had a brief back and forth during the postseason when I suggested that the <laughs> Giants should not have beaten the, the Packers. That really they got a little lucky. You, you took exception to that.
3: Well, uh, yeah, we were on Facebook talking, and I I don't ever post anything on Facebook. That's when my buddies were like. Jeez, you're really into this this Giants uh, uh, playoff run, huh? You're writing stuff, and I just it's just all all the people that wasn't necessarily. Anything? Yeah, I just—it's just a bunch of people, you know, mostly Jets fans <laughs> that are mad that the Jets aren't in the playoffs, and they're writing bad stuff about the Giants. And then, uh, you know, I just thought the Giants totally dominated that game. I know there was there was some lucky stuff, and and obviously Aaron Rodgers was not himself that day, and uh, a lot of drop balls. Um, but that's all part of the game. And uh, at the end of the day, you know, the Giants had you know, pretty. Pretty easy victory, and you know, could have been, could have even been by more. But uh, it was a, it was a, you know, Green Bay is a great team. I love watching Green Bay play. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is one of a kind, and I'm sure when he's put back in that situation, that's not going to happen again.
2: Once again, we're here with Jack Cus to close. Jack, let's circle back to baseball. You mentioned luck. There's a lot of luck in baseball. Mm -hmm. Uh, Did you find yourself? Feeling lucky when you got the opportunity with the Yankees, I have to believe after the release in Houston, it crossed your mind maybe i 'm done in baseball
3: yeah uh, definitely. it was something that i uh, that I contemplated you know it's a it 's a long journey. this is my sixteenth uh, year playing baseball, and uh, you know you 've been through the ups and downs as you know you 've seen my career, you followed you know the stuff i 've done. And, um, you know, when you keep getting- throw, thrown down, you know you you just gotta pick yourself back up and and uh, to be honest, if it was any other team but the Yankees, you know, I don't know if I would be sitting here talking to you right now. I mean, obviously, the schedule wouldn't allow that, but uh <laughs> but um yeah, I mean the, being the Yankees, it was a little bit different, and um you know so i feel I feel fortunate for the opportunity. Um, you know, I, I I feel like I've I've earned every opportunity that I've gotten, and uh, you know, just hoping for one you know one last shot to to get back up there and do what I what I know I can do, um, which is you know create runs, and um, that's what
2: um that's what I'm trying to do here with the Yankees. You can hit home runs, you can walk, and you can strike out. Exactly, that <laughs> that I know I can do. Jack Cuss, thanks a lot for your time. All right, thanks. Bro.